This is Sandra Losty, the wedding lady, with TikTok, it's Wedding O'Clock, Wedding Planning Podcast. Making your wedding planning easier so you can enjoy your big day all the more. Is involved in the wedding party. Apart from the two people getting married, there will be bridesmaid or bridesmaids, groomsman, men, best man. There would be parents of the of the couple getting married and then maybe the immediate family. Flower girls and page boys. So this group of people is it's quite big and it can take a fair bit of organising to have a cohesive wedding party to make sure that your day runs as smoothly as possible because historically that's what the wedding party did. The wedding party supported the couple getting married and they took on tasks on the day itself that the couple getting married didn't have to do. So if we look at one group of that wedding party, which is the bridesmaids, there even within the bridesmaids group, there are a couple of roles that have different functions. So we would have the maid of honour and traditionally the maid of honour would have been the person who was married and is now a bridesmaid, almost like an advisor to the bride, the bride to be. And that potentially could have been a family member, a very close friend or a a relative somewhere along the line. So that maid of honour was that the honour of being a maid, even though they were married themselves. That nurturing role that the maid of honour held was crucial to the bride because the experience, that's what the the maid of honour passed on was the experience of one married person, one married woman to a soon to be married woman. And the chief bridesmaid was the person who organised all the rest of the bridesmaids. Maybe we call them junior bridesmaids and flower girls. So the chief bridesmaid is the person who takes on that organisation and looks after the bridesmaids, the rest of the bridal party and takes all of that away from the bride. And I would ask you, if you've been at any weddings recently, is that something that you would have noticed? Is that something that you would have seen or you would have witnessed? And I would have to say that I would be kind of 50-50 about how that goes on, on any day. I've seen bridesmaids being more anxious and needing more attention than the bride did and I've seen bridesmaids who have been super duper and just take everything away from the bride and just allow her to get ready and and you know be as relaxed and and easygoing as the person can be so it's a mixed bag it it is a mixed bag but as a bride to be The question I would ask is, who are you asking to be your bridesmaid and why? So let's take a look at that for a moment. Who are you asking? Now, you may have 
as a young child talk to your friend, your best friend about if ever we get married, you're going to be my my bridesmaid, my chief bridesmaid. And no, that's it. No matter what comes or goes and you make a pinky promise and all very sweet. And as you grow older, that still may be the case. You may still be that person and that that promise can be delivered upon. But equally, there could be a situation where maybe you have younger sisters that came along after you made that promise or you had an older sister that, you know, maybe older sisters were the enemy when you were children and your bestie was your bestie. But things change over time. Relationships change over time. And you will now have to sit down and think about who do you ask to play what role in your your party? How many bridesmaids are you having? If you're having one, do you have a choice between a family member and the friend? And that's not an easy decision to make, but it's one that you may have to make. So think about what that that approach will be to the person. Why are you asking them? If you made a pinky promise when you were a child, do you still want that person, you know, now that you're an adult to be your bridesmaid? Or are you doing it out of a sense of duty? And asking somebody to be a bridesmaid is honouring them in a way. You're, you're asking them to be in a very intimate part of your life. And hopefully they would take that on in that regard also. And then the role that you want them to play. Are you actually asking them to do something on the day? Other than wear a, a nice dress and carry a bouquet and lead the way. Are you asking them to take on a role that will help you out in your day. Bearing in mind that historically a bridesmaid was a maid to the bride. So they were a supportive role, a service role. They were taking on the tasks that, you know, the bride shouldn't be bothered with on the day that she's getting married and making sure that things rang smoothly on that end of things, on the, the preparations on the morning of the wedding. Are you asking them to take on that role? Or are you asking them to simply walk ahead of you as part of your bridal party and that's all you need from them? So be very clear about when you ask, what is that ask coming with? Is there a bit behind that that says, I'm asking you to be my bridesmaid and this is what I'm asking you to do on that day? And I would also say, don't assume that people will take on particular roles. They may not know what the function of the bridesmaid is. They may not know what you're expecting of them. So you may need to be very clear about what it is you need them to do if there is something else you want them to do. So do a little bit of homework around what those duties traditionally would have been and do they still apply today? They may not. They may not be relevant for you. So better to have an informed ask than an ask of somebody without the full explanation of what you need them to do. When it comes to bridesmaids, there's a few grades, if you like. There's your maid of honour, 
there's your chief bridesmaid, your junior bridesmaid, and then there'd be your flower girls. And your maid of honour would have been the person who was married and you're giving them the honour of being a bridesmaid because they are lending you their experience, their marriage experience because they've been married before. And that's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful sentiment and a beautiful idea to to have those those titles for your bridesmaid. So who is that person that might be a sister, that might be uh, a sister of the person that you're marrying or it might be a friend it, that that can be anybody, basically. And again, asking yourself the question, am I asking this person because I always said they would be or because I really want them to be that that role in my day? The chief bridesmaid, their role is to organise all the other bridesmaids and to keep the day ticking over on your side of the wedding preparations and that you are not getting bogged down with things that are really, you know, the bride, the chief bridesmaid's role. So that's your chief bridesmaid role is to be the manager, if you like, of the rest of the bridesmaids. And, you know, particularly with young children, young children, if they're flower girls, they pick up on the excitement and the energy and they're not in the same headspace as the adults are, which we know there are several hours of pre- preparation before the actual walking down the aisle. You know, kids are more instant, aren't they? They're more, I'm in my dress now, I want to go. And it's very difficult to kind of hold them back. So so your chief bridesmaid is the person who can step in there and, and manage that on some level. Again, if that's what you're asking your chief bridesmaid to do, if that's what you want them to do, that needs to be named at the outset. Because if they don't want to do that, it's an opportunity for them to say, Janie Mack, I don't think I could take that on in the day. I'd be too nervous myself. And it opens up that dialogue where expectations are clear and the person has an opportunity to say, I'd be absolutely delighted to take that on or gosh, I I feel very anxious about that. And it opens up dialogue and it means that there's there's less room for misunderstandings and less room for small arguments or small misunderstandings that can get out of hand. So be clear about what that is yourself before you ask the person to be a part of your bridesmaid party. And how do you ask them? So more and more we're seeing surprise requests, you know, or a surprise announcements really where you're asking the person, they don't know they're going to be asked and there's a a surprise. So you might buy them a piece of jewellery with a little note to say, you know, my wedding day wouldn't be the same without you. Will you be my bridesmaid? Beautiful idea, wonderful idea. So how do you ask them is, is the next thing. And it can be straightforward as saying, we've set the date, will you be my bridesmaid? Can be straightforward as that. Or there can be some surprise element attached to it that you may want to you may want to put into to place for yourself and whatever you do however you ask again ask the the person as as informed as you possibly can be ask them with the knowledge that you want them to do something 
or you simply want them to walk down the aisle. And we've seen, you know, go to YouTube really and, and see loads of these videos of how bridesmaids were asked to be the bridesmaid for the bride. And or indeed the 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 groomsmaids, you know, like how people are asked to be that role is just people are so creative, like they really are unbelievably creative and it's it's a great surprise. So you might consider something like that. You might consider the surprise or you might consider a straightforward question. Will you be my bridesmaid? Whatever way you do that, the best of luck with that. I, I, I know it's a big it's a big deal. And the overall piece of this is that you have people who can enhance your day that will make your day a little bit easier that will bring something to to your day and not take away from it. So on that note, I'm going to talk about some do's and don'ts when it comes to your wedding party and bridesmaids in this particular week. And just to bring some clarity to, to what's involved and if we start on what your do's are, do. Do ask because you really want them. And there may be some pressure or there may be some other needs around your family to include somebody because they promised or, you know, there was some conversation happened many years ago, I remember that there was a conversation that a relative of mine had with a cousin and when they were very young and, you know, that had changed over time, but she felt obliged to to carry on with it, you know, and it, you know, was was all a bit strange, you know, because it was like, well, you said when we were kids and you've always said and, you know, 15 or 20 years had passed, so... So just be mindful of that. Ask because you really want them there. Ask those people and ask them because they can help you. And you know who those people are. You know who those people who nearly spot what you need to do before you you ask them. You know, you're so in tune with each other. So ask those people who will help you on the day and are really genuinely there for you to help you have the best day that you can have. That's true service, true service. And really do get very clear. And this is one of the big, big, big things I will say to you now. Get very clear what it is that you are asking your bridesmaids to buy into. And by this, I'm talking about know what your color scheme is, And know what your style is. So lest there be any rows over this colour doesn't suit my skin tone or this colour doesn't suit my hair or this style. You know, I'm not that retro style. I'm more a, a vintage style or, you know, be very clear what that is and know what you're going to negotiate on. So, for example, I went shopping with a bride and her seven bridesmaids. 
some months back and I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be mayhem. And I'm telling you now, those bridesmaids dresses were decided upon, the cut, the style, all of that within an hour. All of those seven bridesmaids had their dress, knew what the style was, ready to be to be ordered from the, the shop. And what the bride did was, she said, this is my colour scheme. And this is the style I'm looking at. And by style, I mean, I don't mean one style of a dress. There was a range of wedding cuts, wedding dress or uh, bridesmaids uh, cuts. And they could be done. There was one, one of these dresses that could be uh, worn in several different ways. The neckline could be several different ways off the shoulder or Grecian style. Beautiful. So the bridesmaids knew exactly what they were what they were looking at and the color scheme was sent off so that allowed them to think about okay do I need a tan or am I better off without a tan I thought that was brilliant absolutely you know this was just so forward thinking it was unreal people were able to think about their body shape And some people were apple shaped, some people were pear shaped, some people were very tall, nearly like flute like glasses, you know, and there was a variety of shapes and the dress style allowed for the variety of the body shapes with the bridesmaids. So when they got there, they had done a little bit of research around their body shape. They had said, I think this and this might suit me. And when they got to the shop, the shop had the particular styles for them to try on and within one hour seven of those bridesmaids were dressed knew what kind of shoes they needed had an idea about the hairstyle that was going to go with the the style of the neckline of the dress and it was sorted and that was just so brilliant so be very clear about your color and about the style of dress that you want so so for example what why i'm saying that is is that if you if you want to have your bridesmaids in maybe empire line or Grecian, you know, neckline, then be very clear with your bridesmaid. That's what you want. Lest your bridesmaid decides, um, I want a completely strapless, sweetheart neckline type kind of dress. So you can imagine how that may not fit in with the look that you are trying to portray on your day. So you may need to tell your your bridesmaids, I do not want this style of dress. I don't want anybody wearing this style of dress. And that's quite difficult because you will want certain people in your your bridesmaids party and they will have their own personalities and they will have their own fashion and they'll have their own body shapes and they'll want to wear a dress that suits them the best. But be secure in the knowledge that there are two or three different styles and shapes that will fit each person. So if you're clear about what you don't want, if you don't want very low cut or very low cut backless dresses, then then you need to say that, you know, you can have this or you can have this or you can have this. These are off the market. These are off your choice list. I don't want this. And that sets the tone very 
very early on as to what your bridesmaids are buying into. They are either going along with what you want and helping you or they are pulling against you and trying to get what they want. So that's why I suggest you're very clear about the colour and about the image, the style that you're trying to portray on your wedding day. You give control of that to somebody else. They will just fit what they they want themselves and that may not be what you want. So be mindful around handing that kind of control of your wedding day over to somebody else. It'll be in all of your pictures. So be clear how you want those pictures to look and how you want the people in those pictures to look also. So that's your that's your do, your very emphatic do. Make sure you're clear. And on the don't, I would say, don't feel pressured to include somebody. You know, if, if you're getting pressure from family members or friends, you know, give yourself a little bit of space and say, I need to think about that. I need to consider that. I need to, I can't give you an answer right now. I have a few things to consider and I will come back to you and let you know. And that sounds very clear. It also means that you stay in control. And I know that that's that's challenging, particularly when you want to include people and you want them to be a part of of your day. Really, people who are a part of your day need to be there because you absolutely want them there. And if the pressure was coming you know, that that's not comfortable. That's not comfortable for anyone. So buy yourself a little bit of space, buy yourself a little bit of time and take that space to say, I will consider that request or I will consider that person. And don't add more people because you're feeling pressured. Really only have those people we've said at the the do's have those people that you really want. And it might be an idea to say I'm feeling a lot of pressure now and that it's other people's needs I'm meeting. I need to take a step back and I will come back to you at my decision. And very often that clarity doesn't come because it's not stated I will come back to you with a decision. And then the other party still feels that they have the power of decision making. So while you don't want to rock the boat, I totally get that. You don't want to rock the boat. It's better to rock the boat at that point than it is nearer the wedding date when relationships can get strained and can get a bit fractured and maybe even become irreparable. So be clear from the start what it is, what it is that you want. And My last don't for you is don't make it about them. Don't make it about their needs to become the focal point of your day. And bridezillas, you know, people talk about bridezillas all the time and they get a really bad press, really, really bad press. Because a lot of what I see is a lot of people, a lot of brides are under pressure to please the bridesmaids and they don't want to rock the boat and it's the bridesmaids who are causing quite a lot of upset and really when you let people 
be the decision maker when when it's you start chopping and changing and compromising what you want to please your your bridal party. You know what? It's an it's an endless pit. You know, there's there's always something else that's needed. There's always another need and desire that has to be met. And that makes things very, very, very difficult. You know, so as try as you can, really try as you can to not make it about them, not let their needs become the focal point of your day. And that's the best, that's the best tip that I can, I can give you is to be very clear what you want, what's your style and what you expect of people. Make that very clear to them what it is that you expect them to do and you reduce the risk of, of it being about other people and about their needs being more important than than what you want to do. Bridesmaids are absolutely wonderful, gracious creatures. <laughs> they are, I have met the most giving, supportive people doing bridesmaids role in, in my time that I have been performing wedding ceremonies. And to say that most of them are selfless and will go to the ends of the earth to make your wedding day the best day that it can be for you is an understatement. And the few that make it about them, you know, I, I have to say they, they are few and far between. So I really want to help you with these tips to keep control of your day on your side of that wedding planning sheet and that everybody is over on your side of that sheet, meeting your needs and helping you have the best, best wedding day that you can possibly have. I do hope that this wedding planning podcast is of use to you. Please do feel free to share this with other people who you think might get help from this. And if you like the style of the podcast, if you like what you hear, please do let me know if there's anything you want me to cover, any topic in relation to wedding planning. I am only too delighted to answer your questions and give you that kind of experience that I can having performed over 500 wedding ceremonies. And it's just it's just a joy for me to talk about weddings and helping you have the best day that you possibly can have. I am Sandra Losty. I am the wedding lady and you have been listening to the TikTok It's Wedding O'Clock Wedding Planning Podcast, making wedding planning easier so you can have the best day ever. And you have been listening to TikTok, It's Wedding O'Clock, the wedding planning podcast, making wedding planning easier so you can enjoy your big day all the more. This is Sandra Losty. I am the wedding lady. We'll talk next week.